Vera Cardoso. Um, I have uh, a, a, a uh, okay, okay, <laughs> sorry, this is okay. My name is Vera Cardoso. Uh, I'm an historian, so I have a, a degree in that area, and uh, I also have uh, another degree, master degree that I'm still finishing. Uh, I'm going to present the last work in the beginning of the uh, next year in archaeology. So that's uh, uh, one of the areas that usually I work more in the investigation. And uh, the thing is that uh, this is just part of my professional life. Other area that I work since, well, around between 25, 30 years ago, it's the uh, everything connected with uh, the old traditions, uh, not only in Portugal, but also in Spain, because it's for me, it's Iberia. Uh, it's like one country in just one region because we are very similar even if it's just different regions in Portugal and Spain they are all connected with each other uh, somehow and so I study everything that have to do uh, with legends myths and not only that so I started like that I have a few books um, about those same legends and myths until uh, 2010, 11, that when I start to speak in the interior of Portugal, uh, very close to the border with Spain, uh, about people that have their own reports about uh, creatures that we are used to, to hear about them in the fairy tales. You know, uh, I'm talking about things like werewolves, for example, uh, and all kinds of creatures. So now, uh, has me as an investigator, what I really want to to do and to know it's you know everything that give me a little bit more information and that I could probably one day get um, uh, a conclusion or uh, explain what was really happening to those people. <laughs> now, do you do you think? that archaeology can help us find further information about these subjects? Sorry, I, I don't understand the beginning of the, the question. Do you think... If I think... Do you think in archaeology will we find evidence of any kind that links any of your subjects that you're into? Uh, oh, yes, it's, you know, especially when we are um, speaking about, for example, decoration in um, not only in objects that people used to, to use since the prehistoric times until today, but also in architecture, sculpture, paintings. So there's a lot of uh, images that are connected with what I call it, let's say, you know, magical creatures, even if they are real or not. So they they exist in in our society since ever. So it's not something that uh, 
uh, imagine in the medieval times, that was the dark ages, people start to believe because of the Inquisition, the church, you know, it was, it's not that, it's not about those kind of lies that we have in this case, uh, uh, religions start to speak about that. No, it's something that survive all around the world in the old, in the old tribes for example in the other side of the atlantic uh, atlantic in the united states in australia uh, even in europe or uh, in this case or in russia so we are talking about things that are very similar and that that uh, in a lot of archaeological sites appears a little bit about them you know we can look to those to those, uh, for example, sculptures in the churches and see that they are connected with, uh, in our days, um, I have people report about, you know, the description they do. Uh, that's the case of, uh, well, the wild men. Um, it's very similar to the ones that exist in our historical art scenes, well, uh, a long time ago. I also think that there's been a misconception in history, but when we talk about giants and little people, or I think when anybody was over, say, five foot five back ages ago, they would have been considered a giant because they were big and tall. Mm -hmm. And anyone under four, like four feet, would have been considered small. I think that's where the myth along with the giants and the elves and the has developed a little bit. I don't know if that theory is possible, but that's one of the theories I think. Well, and uh, probably you are not uh, wrong or probably one part that you are saying, it's really true. Uh, we can go just uh, uh, a few centuries ago, well, more than a few uh, thousand years, and we go to the beginning of the society like we call today to the Mesopotamia, the old uh, Persia area, uh, the place that now we, ha we have uh, Iraq, for example, where we have the Sumerian uh, people that disappear and and there we can see in the in their architecture and in their dec decoration and in the artistic scenes we can see uh, a few figures that are like giants uh, close to to others uh, that are kind like them like they all seem humans let's say but they are very small in egypt there's something that i saw it in the in their archaeological museum that have an explanation. So uh, Pharaoh sometimes were represented with like he was bigger than one or two uh, little human beings, but that's because we are speaking about their child, for example. It's That's something completely different. In the other cases, like the Sumerians and like uh, a, a lot of other scenes, uh, a lot of other represent representations, and we have that in the caves in the prehistoric times. Uh, we have figures that are much bigger than others, and they must, you know, they must have a meaning, because in for example, in the prehistoric times, people when we speak about the gods and goddesses they speak about the sun the stars uh 
things connected with nature. They don't speak about uh, human beings or, you know, even something connected with man or woman. No, it's, it's all about nature. They didn't know how to explain the things that they believe. Uh, and so when we find uh, those paintings, that those old paintings, so they, they, when they represent something, it's like the animals, when they represent the horses, uh, you know, the bulls, um, the deers, everything, uh, their own hands, uh, that have a meaning. So if that have a meaning, when they represent also uh, human beings much bigger than others next to them, so that makes me think, you know. <laughs> now also, isn't it strange that we have art since the beginning of cavemen? Now, how did they learn to draw? Because they wouldn't know the concept okay. of drawing. <laughs> the, the concept of drawing, right. Um, that's something that and I'm going to give you my opinion okay because that's that's my the biggest my biggest problem and it's something uh it's a, a, my problem it's not something that uh, other colleagues uh, tells about me no it's it's about what my way of thinking it's to um, have the difficult of separate a few things that I believe um i really believe when everyone that i uh, question about uh, um, a few creatures that they are telling me the truth and i find out that if i believe that creatures like for example werewolves somehow believe uh, exist because uh, this person or that person they were not lying to me they really saw something uh there must we must have something there. And so if we go back to the prehistoric times, uh, these kinds of things uh, probably already exists. And so I have, um, in my believing, I believe that uh, I love quantical physics. I don't understand a lot about that. I'm not really good on maths, but I believe in other realities. Uh, it's like the time doesn't exist, what we have, it's a lot of realities together. And somehow uh, a few beings, humans or not, have the capacity of pass to the other side, even, you know, and we can speak about uh, extraterrestrial uh, be uh, beings, the same. And we have um, we have people that believes that we don't appear uh, in in the in this planet just like that. Even in archaeology, it's not uh, easier and it's getting worse to tell us. Well, you came from this side of the you know the chimps, the, the monkeys, this or that. No, because there's always something that it's missing. And everything that they are finding in the last years, it's getting worse and worse. And so we we were not, we didn't appear just like that. So what I believe it's somehow something 
uh, help created us and uh, and give us uh, what we are uh, today. Of course, we have the evolution, but the evolution, it's uh, the thing that take us to the industrial thing, uh, you know, what we have today, all the things that we have, like internet, for the, the phones and all of that. But before that, I, I believe that something creates, I don't know wh what it could be. For me, I, I have no problem uh, about those people that believe that uh, we are speaking about the God. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I really cannot prove anything, but I believe that something creates and somehow give us more than what our cousins, the monkeys have, give us a way uh, uh, of thinking in an artistic way. Art is very, very important. And it's one of the things that make us different from the rest of the, the animals, you know? And so if we have uh, that thing and, and then if we start like that, I could speak about other creatures that uh, I believe that supposedly also have the connection with uh, with art. Uh, so there must be something in common between us and them uh, that uh, create us. Let's say like that. So, but that's my opinion. Okay, it's not like. Uh, the, the opinion of any other historian or archaeologist. Well, it's a bit like UFOs. There's quite a lot of theories. My personal theory I prefer is, yes, I think there is life out there, but we always say life as we know it, but it's life as we know it. So the life's not going to go, hi, how are you? But um, I think that some there is a theory that is future us is traveling back to now to observe us and sort of like give us a hint like don't do this don't do that i don't i, I don't know if that's possible but but it, it's good that we could that theory is possible because i think also when people see aliens there's lots of connections when they see like a light and it and it's funny as also that when you're supposed to see an angel or devil light figure you either see a darkness or yeah. light is it i wonder if it's connected somehow i always wondered this okay. yeah. oh yes well and uh, and you know portugal it's a place that it's uh, portugal in, and once more iberia because even if it's in the other side of the pyrenees well, have you heard yeah. about Lourdes, uh in the yeah. sanctuary uh, the pyrenees yeah. so we have a few yeah. connections uh, like fatima uh, in portugal um and yes i believe there's a huge connection uh because uh the idea of having uh, small children seeing uh, no. seeing uh, that they don't no. know what they are, but they are all no. equal. In the case of these two sanctuary, uh, all of them, all of the children saw the same, no. a little woman um, talking with them. And in the case of Fatima, we have, uh, uh, it was like 
around 200 people sawing the same in the last day, 13th of October of 1917. They saw a huge ball of light going around. Uh, the church called that the miracle of the sun. That kind of miracle exists around our history. You know, every time uh, the Portuguese win an uh, important battle, for example, against uh, what will become the, the Spanish kingdom, uh, their army, uh, those kind of things, for example, were close by, near, and they call to them uh, this saint or that saint or an angel uh, or even the devil, you know, when it's dark like it. You know, that's one of the creatures that, uh, especially in Portugal, people speak a lot, the devil. But the devil, it's not uh, a creature that is going to do this or that. It's more like uh, somehow someone that it's uh, in a specific place. And uh, the only thing that he does, it's, you know, dancing and playing around with the witches. That's common everywhere, you know, um, not only in, in Iberia. And, and so, yes, I believe that's a, a huge connection with uh, what now we, uh, we heard from the church in this case, that it's uh, Our Lady the Virgins that appears. And, and with uh, what uh, in Portugal, a lot of people believe that it's extraterrestrial. It, even especially because we know that in, in the case of Fatima, we have the church wanted to be just outside of all of that. They didn't want to have anything to do with that. But the thing is that uh, we are talking about the interior of Portugal, uh, a, a place that everyone was very poor. They didn't have education. They didn't know what it really was. It So they just thought that, well, it was probably, you know, the Virgin, because they were very Catholic people. And and that uh, started to, to bring more and more people to that place at, until the church decided, okay, we need to stop with that. And the only way it's to get in and to say, yes, they you are right. It was the Virgin. So let's put the child away, in this case, the youngest children died just like that. And the oldest one was putting in a convent until the end of her life. Uh, so they never speak with anyone else, you know? And uh, that's not something that it doesn't happen in all around the world. It happened in, in any sanctuary, uh, not only in the Catholic church, but in, in other religions. So it's something very common. And we have, specific places in Portugal that even our national TV a few years ago uh, have a, uh, used to have a program about the Gardunha mountain. It's in the center of Portugal, where even today, still today, people from every ages, they describe uh, the UFOs coming out uh, from the inside of the mountain. It's something common. People, we just, you know, I speak with them just to ask him from, uh, for a few stories about or legends about, you know, witches or werewolves, things like that. And they start to speak about extraterrestrials, but like if it was something common. So, you know, and the thing is that even I uh, 
have a, a very weird experience, husband, that we were not expecting, you know. Uh, I was not in, in that day, in that specific day, uh, I was not there to study any legends. So I was just there with him uh, to study, uh, to see if we have around that natural area wolves or something like that. So, and we just put uh, three cameras in a way in the trees that because we didn't uh, we just forget to put them in the right uh, places so we just leave the camera near the the car and we received a, a visit so the video it's online in seen youtube um i don't know what it was it it was something it was weird you know the beginning it, it could be uh just uh, a human scene coming down let's say to see what we were doing but then when we saw that thing going up and then it's not it's not that the the the, the humans cannot do that you know the armies the have a not a lot of knowledge that we don't have but so we can, they can say well not everything it's extraterrestrial okay that's true but a few things are. I'm I'm almost sure of that, you know, because uh, being in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by trees, and who the hell in the middle of the night were going there with the things we decide just to check what we were doing? We were we were not doing anything, you know. <laughs> we were sleeping in the car. We were studying the the animals. The you know, just just that. Yeah, but it was the way we put the, the cameras, the three cameras. We we thought about that after because it was like a triangle. And and that's after that. Um, so that was two years ago. Uh, I already have three persons from the, the little village around that natural park uh, speaking about UFOs. I didn't ask them. They just, it's one of the stories that they, well, it's not like a story. It's like a, a really, really report, but it's not something like, well, I want to tell you something that I saw it. No, it was like in the middle of a conversation, someone says, well, and yes, I don't know any more stories, but well, one day I have like, you know, those little flying houses or around saucer. Uh, we don't really know the name, but we saw on TV, you know, it's not something that people think it's important. It's it, it's something common. If it's common, it's the army. It's not in the middle of uh, nowhere uh, between Portugal and Spain, uh, doing whatever they. You know, there's nothing there. There's really nothing there that could be important for them, in my opinion, of course. Now, you recently attended a conference in the UK with Daniel about the Bigfoot yes now mm. as you obviously know the British Bigfoot is a bit of a controversial subject because a lot of people don't believe it's real they think it's more of a uh, a paranormal thing rather than a physical thing what did you think of Daniel's evidence because I wasn't there so I can't speak. Uh, you know, uh, I was the first one to speak. 
and I try to, and I think I, I managed that. I tried to to pass the message that, for me, was also something new because it was something once more with around two years. My husband always uh, wanted to study. Uh, we call them uh, Sasquatch or uh, in Iberia, in the north, in the Basque country, the Basahan. And uh, it appears in my legends, in the stories that I hear. The thing is that I always connected them with the, the werewolves. But the, the way people uh, explain me how their werewolves are, it's they are very similar with uh, the description of a Bigfoot, you know, exactly the same. So. After this thing with the light, uh, my husband started to speak more and more about that with me, and uh, we we went to, to 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 Spain, and you know something happened uh, to us, and we we didn't saw that we just saw that like two months after at home, I was recording. Uh, the experience that he was doing, it was like a wood knock. And uh, I, I didn't tell him, I just put my phone recording. And uh, for 20, 21 minutes, we were just speaking with each other. We didn't hear anything at all. And two months after, uh, he asked me, oh, let's see if there's something more than our voices. And I I was like, it was, I. It was not a scary thing. It was it was because, you know, uh, I don't know how to explain, but it already have passed two months, so uh, it was not so scared. But we hear in, during the, the talking, a lot of wood knocks, something smelling my phone and the weird sound that's you know i don't i don't know how to explain is <laughs> much better than me you understand of that it's it have to do with ultrasound it's the part of the sound that we cannot hear but it's possible to show you know in the uh, in a program so and he showed me that so something was happening uh near us, close to us, and we didn't hear anything at all. But my phone recorded. And after that, uh, uh, we start, he started to look for things. And uh, I was with him a few times. And a few weird things start to happen. And uh, a name came just like that one day, also in Spain, to my head. Um, a few years ago, I could say, well, I'm becoming, you know, crazy. No. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of things in my life that already prove me that exists more than we can see it. So everything uh, that uh, we could imagine, it could exist. Um, if I If I didn't have any proof or if I didn't have any experience uh, I could be like all the other investigation while still trying to understand that but it was not the case just to let you know that I heard the name and after the name uh, a few things start to happen everywhere we go so that's why uh, uh, the quantical physics it's very important for me my idea of the, the Bigfoot 
um, the Sasquatch, the name that uh, uh, the names that exist in all around the world, is that it it could it's possible that we have uh, at least two kinds of creatures, uh, a few that could still survive in places that it's very, very difficult to us to go there, to get in. It's not the case of Portugal or Spain or even Europe. You know, it's like UK, small places. But then there's other things. And that's what I think that it's, it, that start to, to connect with me and say a few things and, and appear a, a few times. Uh, but just like that, you know, that something that somehow exists in uh, another reality and could come here and go back, something like that. Um, not when I wanted, no, when he wanted, you know. And um, one day uh, I was in Ailsham uh, in the south of UK. Uh, I didn't know about structures or anything else. I was doing a video and uh, uh, I was really scary on that day and I don't know uh, how to explain why. I still don't know uh, until Rui uh, show me what the structure is um, for the people that study the Bigfoot. Uh, and I, I start to think maybe yes, because I, I felt that something was around me and I was not feeling okay. It's not the case right now. Uh, it doesn't seem a bad thing, you know? It's not something that uh, wanted to, to, to harm me or the, the people around me. The things is that, you know, we are, we are just quiet or doing something and just like that, the lights starting to open and close just by themselves, or we saw something moving, you know, um, and there's nothing there. And of course we can, we can say, well, but you know, if we go to the paranormal area, I have a few experience also with what we name it ghosts, you know, souls. Well, ghosts are weird, aren't they? Every time those things happen. I was going to say ghosts are weird thing because there's lots of theories about that. There's the, my, I think because we've still got the ancient man brain still in us somewhere, it's not very much, but they're still there because that's why we have the flight and fight syndrome. I think that's the one bit because back then we were more alert. That's why I think that bit's attuned to the paranormal or aliens or what cryptids or whatever. That's my theory. And that's why people were more drawn to it because they can sense it, they can see it or they can feel it. And the other one is that objects, as you know, there's a lot of theory that objects can retain an image. So you play it back like a tape. So like, like when you see a film, you know when you see an actor okay. has died, you know they're dead. Are you still seeing them on the screen? You know, it's yes. a bit like that. Because I also think there's a sense of them still in the film. Because I know, I know it sounds a bit weird. But when you think about it, 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 it we, we're still drawn to that person. I know they may have been dead, I don't know, 50, 60 years ago. Uh, yes, that that's true. 
you know, what I was uh, going to, to tell you is that um, somehow I know it's not just a, a simple ghost, let's say, a simple paranormal thing, because uh, those things only happen when we are speaking about them, we are saying that, well, probably we are wrong, probably it's just our imagination. Um, that's when things happen. And it's like uh, something that appears in front of me. Um, a normal thing, it's not a, it's not a huge thing, but for me, as an archaeologist, it was a, a huge thing, you know, that was, I was looking for since ever, because I love prehistory, and, and I was just, you know, I was blaming the Sasquatch, because they start to give me information, and then they just stay quiet, and I was just speaking by myself, and saying, I don't know why you you don't say anything more, you don't appear, you don't do this and that. And just like that, something, you know, just at the floor appears. And so that's why I think it's not a, a, a normal, let's say, paranormal thing. It has to do with that. Now, to tell people where they can find any of your books or any information you want to give out. Uh, well, <laughs> the problem, the huge problem with my books and, uh, well, since a long time ago that have uh, people asking uh, that, is that they are in Portuguese. <laughs> uh, they are selling, of course, only in Portugal uh, or in Brazil. But uh, my husband wanted, he really wants, and uh, I think that uh, we were speaking about that and it's the best thing. It's that we, we do a book and we just uh, do that in English uh, because somehow we need to share the experience. You know, people need to, to know the connections we do, uh, even if they believe on or not. Uh, and we, we really don't care if it's just to a small group of persons around the world because uh, I, that's what I told Daniel and everyone that is you know, in that group, it doesn't matter that we are just five, six, seven, you know, that's enough. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to stop the video now because I'm running out of time. Oh, thank you, Vera. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.